0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Watching the Boston Bruins this season is so much like that scene in Billy Madison where Adam Sandler yells, You blew it. Once again, the Bruins cough up a third period lead and uh, failed to pick up points against the other best team in the NHL this season, the Vancouver Canucks. We're going to talk about it what they can do to improve, and preview tonight's game against the Seattle Kraken on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins.
0: Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked be. Today is Monday, February 26th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine. Free and available on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Pocket Casts is what I use. It's also on YouTube, so please go to the audio and video Uh, platforms, hit that subscribe button and never miss a thing. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Before we get into today's topics, quick reminder, you can find the podcast on social media at Bruins, and you can find me, my hockey thoughts, dad jokes, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, full disclosure, on Saturday, I was in Toronto attending a concert, the Strumbellas, fantastic band, positive lyrics, hopeful lyrics, upbeat music, great night, but I was, of course, Keeping an eye on my phone as well as the Bruins score. Saw them go up 2-0. Thanks to goals from Jesper Bokvist and Danton Heinen. Who again is my 7th player. Feeling good. Watching my favorite band. My hockey team's winning. Got a cold one in hand. And then I see it's 2-1. And then it's 2-2. And then... The Bruins lose in overtime to the Vancouver Canucks. Still, nothing could bring me down. But this is a trend that has been one of the big stories of the season so far for the Boston Bruins. Blowing late leads. It's happened three times over the past five games. They've blown multi-goal leads. Ended up in overtime. They did win one to them, which was... Last week in Edmonton, but they lost the other two. And this is a stat from Scott McLaughlin of WEEI. They're now 25, 1, and 7 when leading after two periods this season. And that might seem like a good record, 758 winning percentage, but their eight losses in these situations are most in the NHL. And that 758 winning percentage ranks 27th in the league. Better only than, get this, the Arizona Coyotes, the New York Islanders, the Chicago Blackhawks, the San Jose Sharks, and the Columbus Blue Jackets, all five of which are outside of the playoff picture. That's 25-1-7 and seven when leading after two periods. That's 25 wins and eight losses. Yes, they're picking up points, and they're still... One of the top teams in the NHL. But that trend of blowing leads. We saw it affect them in the playoffs last year. Game 7. They were leading. They were up in the series. But Florida came back. And eliminated the Bruins in 7 games. It's just a troubling trend that just can't continue to happen. The Bruins do have the second most points in the NHL, 81 points tied with the New York Rangers, one point back of the Canucks, who with that extra point went up into first place, but they do have the fourth best point percentage, well, tied for third at the moment with the Rangers, behind the Florida Panthers, who are now number one, and the Winnipeg Jets. We'll talk about this more tomorrow on the Cup Check, but Boston kind of falling back a bit. Florida has the advantage because they have one fewer game played. And you just have to look at what the Vancouver Canucks were saying after the game to see kind of it was a troubling game all around for Boston. JT Miller said he felt like the Canucks outplayed one of the best teams in the league today for 60 straight minutes, even though they were losing. So even though the Bruins were up to nothing, The Canucks always had that belief that they were playing better and that they could take this team. So obviously for them, it feels good, Uh, he said. And maybe this is good advice for Bruins fans as well. JT Miller said, quote, let's not make it more than it is. It's just a hockey game in February. But timing wise, it feels good just for the way it had been going for the Canucks a little bit lately, end quote. And of course, part of that was, A 4-0 loss suffered by Vancouver not too long ago in Boston. Canucks coach Rick Talkett said it was a heck of an effort. Boston's been a resilient group. uh, But, well, Vancouver's been resilient as well. Miller willed the game. His third period was incredible. Their bench was very calm. And... You know, Danton Heiden perhaps said it best from Boston's perspective. Down the stretch, good teams find ways to finish up those games. And the Bruins consider themselves a good team. So they definitely put pressure on themselves to close those out. And it's disappointing, but they have to put it behind them and learn from it. We've heard that so many times, though. We have to learn from this. We have to learn from this. When's that going to translate into closing things out? Um, At some point the learning has to be put into practice or you can learn and learn and learn but you just don't have the horses to get it done that's kind of a have not to uh, diminish the bruins you know the importance of nhl hockey but our 11 year old is playing uh, rep basketball this season and he's on uh, the third tier team for his age group in our in our town and they're playing against teams that are kind of B level, sometimes a level. And you can say you need to box out. You can need to fight for rebounds. You need to, um, cut, make smart passes all you want. But if the team you're playing against is just bigger, better, faster, It doesn't matter what learning you do. You you likely aren't going to beat those teams. And that's not to say the Bruins aren't a top team in the NHL this season. They clearly are based on the standings. But at the same time, there are some flaws in this team that can't be ignored. And perhaps the expectations need to be reset a little bit because of The fact that they just don't have the horses to compete and maybe they need to make some changes prior to the trade deadline, which is two weeks from today. Uh, But that's going to be incredibly difficult for reasons we've discussed before. Lack of assets, cap space, Uh, but there are some things they could do to improve and we can discuss that here as the podcast continues. Our sponsor today is Camino Consulting. You've heard of our online families and couples course and have taken advantage of the locked on 25% discount running to the end of the month. But what about the live seminars? In both sport and business, the challenge in differentiating candidates and recruits is an endless battle. Everyone can demonstrate their measurables and qualifications but we all know it's the intangibles that matter when those things are similar. Contact Camino Consulting for their team and management seminars to get a peek behind the curtain and watch your next recruiting class or hiring group become one of the most effective you've ever seen. Both because you identified the right candidates and because you've learned how to communicate and motivate them in accord with their own preferences. But you are in business management or working with a team, We pay referrals. Make some money making your workplace and favorite teams better. Contact Camino Consulting at CaminoConsulting.ca and get on the fast track to understanding your work team better. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils here, and let me tell
0: you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back Discover Bank, member FDIC.
1: Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine. Free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And YouTube, we also have the Locked On Sports Today channel, which is the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's now available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app. So it's pretty clear looking at these Bruins that there are some holes, there are some flaws on this roster that they may or may not be able to fix by the trade deadline. Blowing these late leads comes down to sometimes lack of success in the faceoff dot and inability to get defensive zone clears. Um, the Bruins are now under 50% on faceoffs as a team this season. They only have two centers that they can trust on key draws, Pavel Zaka being one of them, uh, but really no one who is dominant. And the one guy who had been best in the face-off dots is Johnny Beecher, who is now in uh, Providence. They've had some defensive breakdowns as well. Derek Forbort uh, didn't get over to Brock Besser in time on the Canucks' first goal. Besser was also allowed to stand in front of Jeremy Swayman to set a screen on the second. And Besser scoring on the power play in overtime the bruins hey taking a too many men penalty in overtime you can't do that uh he stood pretty much untouched with brandon carlo unable to get in the passing lane foreboard unable to to get to besser net front defense is an area of concern for this team as are faceoffs and whether they need to add a big body on the blue line or need to add someone down the middle to improve in the dots. Zaka's a 54%, Charlie Coyle's 52%, but their next best face-off man at the moment is Danton Heinen. Small sample size, of course. Trent Frederick's 45.7. The two guys they have playing center right now, Morgan Geeky, is 42.9. And Jesper Boikvist, who has been playing well um, and chipping in offensively lately, his faceoff percentage is only uh, let's see here forty-two percent. So you can't have your bottom six centers losing fifty-eight to sixty percent of their faceoffs. This is an area where they might need to recall Beecher. Just for that specialty alone. So, help down the middle, a big body on defense who's somewhat mobile to clear out the net, and then even just a scoring winger would be helpful as well. Their two goals on Saturday came from Boakfast and Heinen. Third and fourth lines. Um, the power play went over four, including a. Uh, poor effort early in the third when they could have made it a 3 nothing game. The man advantage is now 3-34 for 34 since the All-Star break. Jim Montgomery tried shaking up the units on Saturday, moving Morgan Geeky and Jake DeBrusque to the top unit, bumping Pavel Zaka and James Van Riemslake to the second unit. Even Justin Brazzo got a look, but none of it really worked. Finding a scorer on the wing, would be helpful as well. Ideally, you get a scoring center who's proficient in the faceoff dot and who can help the power play. But I mean, save for Patrice Bergeron coming back, which we know isn't happening, that's going to be a hard get. Um, now, what the problem is again is lack of draft picks, lack of cap space, and lack of a prospect pool to deal from unless you want to give up your top guys and Fabian Lysel, Mason Lorai, um, Who's the other guy? Matt Potra. Maybe Lysel is part of the answer. Call him up, put him in the top six, see what he can do. He's been on fire lately in Providence. You might need to subtract from the roster in order to make some cap base. Matt Grislyk, Derek Forbort are pending free agents. Perhaps they could sell those guys and reduce the risk of losing them for nothing. At the very least, you get some cap space, maybe a late pick. Uh, Jake DeBrusk is another guy you could look to move. I'm sure contenders are willing to add, but probably not a huge premium for him. And then, of course, there's the Linus Allmark uh, question, as discussed with Bell Fraser of the Hockey News on Friday. Elliot Friedman on 32 Thoughts floated the possibility that um, there's some whispers about Allmark. Teams out there believe the Bruins are trying to upgrade their roster. All you have to do is look at what they're capable of and say it's not coming out of the draft. This is according to Friedman. Quote, do they really want to deal their top prospects, some of whom have already played in the NHL? I don't think so. So if they want to make changes, it probably has to come off their roster, and that's why I think people are looking at Allmark. He added, now I don't think it's impossible. He has some control as to where he could land, but the whole thing is, if the Bruins are trying to win the Stanley Cup, then why would you subtract from one of your greatest strengths? That being in net. The only thing I, this is Friedman still, can think of there is if they get something so good that they just feel they have to do it. But I'd be very curious to see what that would be. End quote. Jeff Merrick said, I understand the point about the area of strength with Allmark and Swayman. Maybe when you're looking for pieces you can move, do you not look at that goaltending tandem and say it's not an area of strength, but it's a luxury. And when you're trying to win a Stanley Cup, sometimes you have to say, this can be used somewhere else. We don't need the luxury item because we need help over there, end quote. And the whole argument here is you, of course, can't play two goalies at once in the playoffs. You pick one, roll with them, and then take the other guy, subtract for an area of need elsewhere. And that would be, yeah, that premium center uh, that I mentioned. Merrick, uh, sorry, Friedman added, the Bruins aren't an organization that's afraid to make those kinds of decisions. They're not afraid to make hard decisions. So, if they find something that they like, is that a possibility? Um, Now, you could argue he could be floated in a Noah Hannafin trade, although, I don't know if the Flames will be looking to, Add in net, they have to get rid of Jacob Markstrom first. But these are the areas that they could subtract in order to add, subtract cap space in Grizzlick and Forbort, perhaps even DeBrusque. And the luxurious goaltending tandem could be split in order to add there as well. Um, two weeks until the trade deadline. Very, very interested to see what Don Sweeney has up his sleeve. He hasn't been one to shy away from making big deals and getting ahead of things. Um, The Orlov trade happened a couple weeks before the trade deadline, so we'll see if uh, he gets busy here and makes some moves sooner than later. First up for the Bruins is a game tonight against the Seattle Kraken, and we'll preview that game here as the podcast continues. If you're into daily fantasy sports, then there's no better place to get in on the action than Sleeper. All you have to do is pick whether studs like David Pasternak, Brad Marchand, lesser guys like Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, plus, minus, and more in a given game. If you pick eight correct player stats, you can win... 100 times your bet on Sleeper. That's right, Bruins fans, you can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks to win big. Use promo code NHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply, but that's code NHL at Sleeper. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability.
0: and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at indochino.com with code NHL. The Boston
1: Bruins will wrap up this four-game road trip with a game tonight in Seattle. It is a 10 p.m. Eastern start, so get your coffee ready for what will be another late night. Now, the Bruins and Kraken played just 11 days ago in Boston. It was a 4-1 decision in favor of seattle and it was part of that mm, pretty subpar wrote our homestand for the boston bruins matt Beniers went off for one goal and two assists while joey decord stopped 36 of 37 shots the bruins outshot seattle 37 26 and that one perhaps deserved a better fate but joey decord stood tall in fact he has been fantastic all season long with a 919 save percentage slightly less than Jeremy Swayman's mark of 920 now the Kraken have lost two of their past three games following that win against Boston they lost in overtime to Detroit they did beat the Canucks but then lost to the Minnesota Wild in their last game over their past ten they're 4-4 four, four, and 2 and one of those wins like I mentioned came against the Bruins. Boston's coming into this one 3-3 three, three, and 4. So that's only three wins in their past 10 games. Three wins, seven losses. Doesn't seem as bad when you go 3-3 three, three, and 4. They have uh 14 points over their last no, sorry, 10 points over their last um 10 games, so pretty much a 500 team as of late. Of course, they did beat Dallas in a shootout, which was impressive. They beat Edmonton in overtime, which was impressive. But an OT loss to Calgary and an overtime loss to Vancouver uh, following those two games. Uh, Charlie McAvoy leads the team in points over the past five games, so that kind of shows you how things have dried up offensively. They're not getting... A lot up front. David Pasternak with just two goals over his last five games. Leading the way for Seattle over that period. Five games. Jared McCann has four goals, five assists for nine points in his past five. So he is red hot. Now the Bruins uh power play is down to 10th after having just uh 9% success rate since the All-Star break. It's better than Seattle's though. There is ranks 17th. Boston's penalty kill is better as well. They are 10th, whereas the Kraken rank 19th with a 79% success rate. In the face-off circle, again, Boston ranks 20th, 49.4%. Seattle is 25th, 47.3%. Uh, Seattle struggles offensively. They rank 27th in the NHL. Boston still up there in ninth. Their team defense still very strong as well. Fourth compared to Seattle who are 10th. So this is a winnable game for the Boston Bruins. How many times have I said that lately? Winnable, winnable games. Uh, As good as the Bruins have been this season, they're still 35 wins, 25 total losses. They have 13 overtime and shootout losses. Make of that what you will, but perhaps we're starting to see what this team really is. Of course, they got off to an amazing start, jumped out to first place, and they've been there ever since. But like I mentioned earlier, in terms of point percentage, Florida now has the upper hand. They're one point back with a game in hand over the Bruins. They also have a far better goal differential, plus 51, compared to Boston's plus uh, 38. And right now, uh, Boston looks as though they're going to fall back to second at the very least here in the, uh, in the Atlantic Division. Kraken, they're 24, 22, and 11. So 24 wins, 33 losses for 59 points. Minus 7 goal differential. And they're not particularly great at home either. 12, 10, and 5. So put it all together. And this is a winnable game tonight for the Boston Bruins. Coming up after this one. Not going to get much easier for Boston. They'll come home and then get ready for Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights on Thursday to uh, finish the month of February. So just a light week for the Bruins, two games. Actually, no, they play on Saturday as well uh, against the New York Islanders. We'll preview all this coming up through the week, bring you all the latest on the black and gold, talk about some trade rumors and reports that come up. And, um, yeah, that's it for today's episode, friends. I hope you had a great weekend. Please do take care of yourselves, take care of each other. We'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network your favorite team every single day.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.